Welcome everybody to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. My name is Demon Knight. I'm joined here by my good friends and comics compatriots, Jade Sarson and Josh Randall. And I'm joined by you, my comics compatriots. And before I even begin to start creating superheroes or rambling, although some might say I already am, congratulations on everyone who took part in Hourly Comic Day. For those not in the know, February 1st, a lot of comic artists tend to, uh, or aim to, draw out their entire day in comic form uh, in hour chunks. And it is crazy that anyone even manages to achieve it. So if you have, whoa, Jade, how did your uh, (laughs) hourly comic go? I'm never doing that again. Never? The The one time, no, sorry, two times that I did it were... Well, the first time I did it was hell, and the second time was just bearable, but ugh, it's... No, I'm not doing it again. Well, some some people draw for 24 hours. Some people draw a 24-hour chunk. Either right. way, it is it is mental. And yeah, most people don't do the full 24 hours, but it's the same principle. You draw a comic an hour. Hmm. And if you've done that, congratulations. Yeah, well I've... done, because it's a monumental <laughs> task. Well done. I've I've looked over some and they are all stunning and they're all beautiful and it's one of those amazing uh, pieces of art. The sheer effort behind it sort of gives it that edge, you know. It's like when someone makes a a sculpture, but the sculpture is actually made out of like sponges or something. Like you you try carving a sponge, shit's hard. You try making a comic in twenty four hours, shit's hard. I think I get what you mean. You mean they're like quite experimental. Well. Just there's a lot of effort in the fact that they're doing it, you know. Yeah. I just found the sponge analogy a bit weird. I, I would stick to the travel analogies, Dean, yeah. in the future. It's kind of like taking a trip on a plane, but the plane is flying through a lot of turbulence and there's no uh, there's no cushions for your butt, and so you're like, have to suffer for it. Is that Does that make more sense? It's uh. like you're sitting on a train and <laughs> you're sitting on the aisle seat, but you need to charge your phone. But, and there's a person next to you in the window seat, and it's too <laughs> awkward for you to ask to charge your phone. Do you know what I do in a situation like that? Suffer in silence? Yeah. Find a while, different seat? Oh. While I read a comic. Oh, segue. Uh, so let's juice up on inspiration before we catapult ourselves into some creative endeavors. Sure. Uh, See, catapults form transport as well. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what you've been reading, Dean. Uh, Dean, I've been reading. Yeah, you. Uh, (laughs) Another Dean in the room. I have been reading uh, Rat Queens. Beautiful book by uh, Curtis J. Wiebe. Wiebe. Uh, Apologies if I've mispronounced. And Rock Upchurch. And it is very good. I'm a a nice fan of Dungeons & Dragons. I have both participated and run a few games. And this is pretty much... A Dungeons and Dragons game illustrated. Basic premise is that there's four uh, lady adventurers and they're going out, taking missions, taking names, kicking ass, getting drunk, causing fights, causing a ruckus with some comedic adventures on the way. Of course, being like D&D inspired, you got your your diverse cast, you got your uh, smidgen character, which is sort of their form of a uh, halfling. Uh, you've got your elves and your your dwarves. The dwarf character in this actually is really cool because she um, sort of elects to shave her beard, but uh, she turns out to be like jealous of all the other lady uh, dwarves that are shaving because she's just there like I fucking started that. <laughs> and there's like a lot of modern influence on this book as well. So 
It's not sort of, oh, thine beautiful lady doff my hat towards thee. There's a lot of tattooed hunks and there's, there's a lot of drug use in this comic. It's pretty, it gets pretty buck wild. They have this wonderful chemistry together as well, like arguing and banter. And I've really enjoyed it. And I'm not usually one for sort of high fantasy, but this is high fantasy with some pretty low but fun characters. And if that's your jam, jam on this. Rat Queens. Pick it up. Short and sweet. There you go. Short and sweet. Like a good train journey. Josh. Yep. It's your turn. What have you been reading? Uh, This week, in preparation for the future of, well, just the future generally, I have been reading <laughs> Naoki Urasawa's Pluto. Oh. Ooh. Um, it's basically a retelling of Katsuhiro Otomo's Astro Boy, specifically the arc, The Greatest Robot on Earth, hmm. which is effectively a robot called Pluto who's going around attempting to destroy all of the best-known robots. And yeah. what Urasawa has done is basically take that kind of Astro Boy classic kind of action-y setting and take it into a noir detective series. Oh, Love the sound quite of the it. change. Mm. I don't know why it's taken me so long to read it. I think because I know it's excellent, so I'm like savoring the chance I mm. do get to read it, you know. You want the perfect setting to like yeah. really, <laughs> really take it in. And what I really like about it is how well, namely um, how Urasawa has kind of transported that story into and has changed genres so well, but it still has a lot of the good story beats to do with a bit of action. Oh, yeah. Um, Urasawa for me has always been like most of his series I've always started reading and it's it's always kind of elevated my kind of comics awareness mm. in a way mm. I've always felt kind of a bit more like oh nice there's always a specific point and it's only about I think it's six or eight volumes long and oh really quite sure it's eight pretty, pretty sure it's eight but it, it's amazing how like compact it is and it's just got so many there's a couple of like little vignette kind of stories in there and it's so good. That's something he <laughs> tended to do with Monster as well, like little side things that still have the main characters, but they they never feel like side things. They always feel mm. like they're adding to the main narrative, don't they? Yeah, it's always relevant. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like Urasawa's comics are like the examples of, like, this is how you do a murder mystery. This mm. is how you do... Uh, psychological robot examinations. <laughs> this is how you do a sports tennis manga. Just all <laughs> these different things. Like this is how you do a cute girl wanting to just be fashionable, but she does judo. I mean, you can stick to your your genre, or you can just go absolutely crazy, attempt everything, and master everything. Those are your two choices mm. in life. <laughs> uh, Jade, what have you been mastering? That's a weird way to ask me what I've been reading. Uh, <laughs> I realized that, but I went so far in, cool. I couldn't back out. I'm just going to ignore it then. I've been reading Real by Takahiko Inouye. Another yeah. master of manga. Right? I was thinking that when you were like, you can master lots of things because he is one of those guys that's just gone off the rails and mastered everything. <sighs> so Real is um, a, basketball ma- a basketball manga uh, that came after his first basketball manga, Slam Dunk. One uh, of so, the uh, jump series that propelled the magazine like back in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it ran until 96. So Real came out in 99. And it's 
still ongoing. Like, Inoue is one of those artists that kind of jumps between series and stuff goes on hiatus just because of the way he is, like, work-wise. Mm. Um, I think he's anyway. actually taken hiatus off, like, all of his series at the moment because his samurai series Vagabond is also on a break <laughs> at the moment. I think, and to I think... be honest, like, I can't get mad at artists when they do that because no. if you need a break and you're suffering from burnout, then fucking just take a break. I'd rather... They pick it up later, you know? That's yeah. an official Bitten by a Radioactive <laughs> podcast PSA right there. <laughs> I think if he's you're just artist... spending his time doing like sports adverts at the moment. All oh, right. Or something weird. Why the fuck not? Well, yeah. whatever but... he's passionate about. But yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, real. Real, sorry. You keep calling it B. I don't know why. <laughs> so real. Yes. Uh, it's a basketball manga about three young men who suffer traumatic events. So one's an amputee who's been playing wheelchair basketball for years. Another one recently crashed his motorbike and got himself and a young girl that he just picked up that night injured. So he quit his school team and he feels really guilty about the girl's injury. So he just kind of like keeps visiting her even though she doesn't talk to him. And the last one is a bully that gets hit by a truck and loses all feeling below his waist. Um, and I feel really weird about that one, like that third one in particular, because in that moment where he gets hit by the truck in this fantastic splash page, I was just thinking, yeah, karma, bitch. <laughs> but then it goes into this whole really emotional aftershock, you know, like you, mm. you see him waking up in hospital and realizing what's happened. And it's it's so upsetting and real <laughs> real like the title so so yeah you can really tell that he's put the research in hmm. the way he portrays each injury and like the feelings that these players have is really well real um he must have real. done like interviews or just really in-depth research because there's like one of my favorite bits is a scene where the bully um has his lower half illustrated like it's all white except where the mm. the white is kind of creeping up to the rest of his body up his chest in like white hot lightning mm. so it's kind of illustrating that he thinks he's in pain but it's actually phantom pain oh okay and it's just so clever um but what i especially love is that it isn't just about the sport like slam dunk was just about basketball you know mm. yep. um, but this one is about relationships and and passion so, like, the amputee and the motorbike guy don't really get along as friends, like you'd expect for, like, a shonen, seinen-type series, but rather they connect over their passion for basketball. Okay. I like it. Real. So, three wonderful ins inspirations, two masters of manga, and a fun little jaunt in a high fantasy. You guys, we're going to take this, we're going to focus it into our little podcast lens and create our own. Superhero. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm ready. Oh, I'm also ready to see a certain other superhero on the big screen coming out very soon. I don't know if you heard of this guy. A little, little man called Black Panther. Right. Mm-hmm. Are we all looking forward to Black Panther? I mean, yeah, I'm super looking yeah. forward to it. But Stoked. Well, no, no, actually, I'm torn up because I do <sighs> Marvel's pissed me off, but also I do want to see Black Panther, so I'm kind of in a tizzy. It has a lot of good parts. The director, Ryan Coogler's amazing. Michael B. Jordan looks amazing. Mm. The the lady with panther hands looks amazing. Pan panther hands is a big <laughs> sell for me, I won't lie. <laughs> so, usually I'd do this on the week it was coming out, but that's that's next week and, you know, it's Valentine's Day next week. So, I got a little something, something planned for everyone for that one. We're doing Black Panther now. 
But we're not doing Black Panther how you might expect. We've already done Color and Animal back, mm-hmm. way back, back, back in the mm-hmm. day when we did our beautiful young lady, our daughter, Green Hyena. So instead, I've got something else. I've not got one generator. I've got two generators for y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first one is a cat name questionnaire. Okay. <laughs> and the right. second one is the uh, entire Felidae fe- <laughs> genus of cats and their various species. So this is the cat name and cat species generator. Okay. I'm going to crash them both together to come up with the name of a superhero. Right. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we need to come up with the cat name. Like I said, as a questionnaire, I think this is like from a kitty litter company website. Okay. Um, if you have any Scoop Away kitty litter, let us know. And well, thank you very much, Scoop Away, for this uh, generator. If you give us a bad one, uh, you can clean up quite easily using your own product. For this one, questionnaire, uh, are we making a male cat or a female cat name? Um, I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, um, for male Sure. And next, mm-hmm. uh, what type of cat are you naming? A Persian, a Tabby, a Siamese, a Maine Coon, a Laser, or uh, other? Uh, well, a, a Laser, a I laser. guess. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're naming the Laser Cat. Uh, what color is the majority of your cat's fur? Black is an option. Um, there's also white, gray, chocolate, orange, and who knows? Orange. 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 Uh, how high can your cat jump? Um, just, just, just choose the immediate like. Uh, yeah, like best really, option. really high. Yeah, very high. This is a superhero. Come on. Yeah. Um, is your cat a mouser, birder, or laser pointer? I, I assume this is laser what they pointer. chase. Laser pointer. Laser cat goes for the laser pointer mm. naturally. Um, is your cat licensed to operate heavy machinery? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Super strength cat. Sure. Uh. Have you ever been to Paris? I see yeah. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to be the funny generator. But we're the funny generators around here, you dang <laughs> you dang questionnaire. Has anyone here been to Paris? Hello. Yeah, I have. Nice. One of the options here is does Vegas count? Mm-hmm. You could have had Paris Paris, Texas is a place, I think. Um What kind of flooring do you have? Uh shag, pile, wood, or cat hair covered? Josh, I'm pretty sure you're living with two very young, very new kittens. So, do they you have a lot? Of... They're actually not molting. So, are they not? So, I'm afraid it's not cat haired at the moment. What's your your feet uh, hovering over right now? Pile of wood. Well, out of those two, I'd say it's closer to shag pile, but I mean, it's not really. Shag. It's not wooden, but you know, always up for a good shag pile. <laughs> <laughs> a. That's next week. Um, what's your cat's <laughs> temperament? Uh, happy, grumpy, or sleepy? Sleepy. <laughs> I-, I was going to say grumpy because, you know, there's so much crime. There's so much crime to fight. But sleepy cats are cute. Mm. Okay. Sleepy cats, sleepy laser cats are cute. <laughs> uh, what's your cat's IQ? Average also, ab- how long is this questionnaire? <laughs> it's, pr- it's lengthy, isn't it? Um, what's your cat's, cat's IQ? Is it average, above average, or evil genius? Not evil genius. Yeah, they average are- then. Mm. They are average. They're a down-to-earth laser cat. How many hours a day does your cat sleep? Well, 21 to 22. 22 23. It's going to be 21 yeah. to 22. Yeah. Or it could be 22 to 23 or 24 or more. 24 or more. 
the sleepiest cat you've ever known. Come on, let's do some quick fire. Uh, no, that's it. We have reached the end. Our oh. scientists are our scientist. Scientastic calculations recommend the following names. Um, I'm just going to give you three and see how you feel. Okay. There's Little Raccoon, Marshmallow, or Godiva. I'm sorry, we answered all those bullshit questions to get those. Yep. Great. Okay, on to the second bit. We can decide which one suits. Yeah. Okay, so there's uh, Little Raccoon, Marshmallow, and Godiva. Okay. You'll be happy to know that the second part of this name generator or name generation process is a simple random number between 1 and 39, from which I will choose a cat species. So, number please. 27. 27. Okay, this is the part <coughs> where I count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, 10, <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16, 24, 25, 26, 27. Holy shit. A Jaguar undi. That's the mm-hmm. type of cat we are choosing today. And a I've Jaguar just seen a, what? A Jaguar undi. Um, a jaguar undi, or ira cat, is a small wild cat native to southern North America and South America. Ooh. If you if you get a chance to Google this, wherever you are, listeners, it is a beautiful feline, a beautiful furry killing machine. Okay. It has so, a really weird face and tiny ears. So we've got to choose Little Raccoon, Marshmallow, or what was the last one? Something. Godiva. Okay. I really like Godiva. Godiva does sound the most hero-y. Yeah, all right. So, Jag... Oh, it's pronounced Jaguarundi. Thank you very much, wikipedia.com. <laughs> Godiva, the Jaguarundi. Do we want a the... We haven't done a the hero yet. No. Haven't, haven't we? Yeah, we've done quite a few, haven't we? We just don't tend to yeah. like actually mention the the whenever we're talking about them. I guess we are <laughs> first red. We had first red. <laughs> the, the Maltese werewolf. Mm. But now... But now we have flipped the coin and we've got a cat. A Jaguar think, Jaguarundi of all things. Do you think cat episodes are as cursed as our dog episodes? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> so good Godiva Jaguarundi. Godiva the Jaguarundi. First shots. Josh. Well, with the questionnaire, we've obviously kind of confirmed a few potential <laughs> bits, haven't we? They're sleepy. They're they're sleepy, they can jump really high. And they have average intelligence. Mm. <laughs> we we did have a few characteristics. They were um, of varying levels of quality. We had an average intelligence, very sleepy superhero that is a laser-based feline. Mm. And oh, can lasers. operate heavy machinery. Oh, yeah. So they have some sort of machine that fires lasers. <laughs> mm. Some sort of engineer-based cap. I was wondering, based on what I was reading, perhaps it's time to make a wheelchair user hero because I saw um, recently the new FlameCon posters have come out mm-hmm. for the for Flame Convention, um, and it had like what they have like a bunch of heroes on their banner, and one of them was in a wheelchair, and I was like, yeah, you know, I've been seeing more like wheelchair-based heroes, and I think that's a really cool thing. We can most certainly do that. I'm open to that idea. Godiva. Is a, I think it's like a Greek thing, right? Um, are you? How's it spelled? Is it Geo Diva? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think it, it's either <laughs> like. Um, I'm not sure if you want to use it. Um, was an English noblewoman who, according to legend, dating to at least a six, to at least the 13th of century, rode naked, covered only in her long hair, through the streets of Coventry, 
to gain a remission of the oppressive taxation that her husband imposed on tenants. Nice. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well done, Godiva. <laughs> Suddenly, I remember that painting that was famously done of Godiva, which I'm sure you're looking at right now, Josh. Yes. Of her on horseback. Mm-hmm. It's either that or we have marshmallow jaguar undy. No, you I like want... Godiva. I like Godiva too. What's wrong with Godiva? Is, it, is, that, got is that how it's done. pronounced? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so part cat, part um, human who is in a wheelchair. Those are the three things we have confirmed this far into the episode. See, I always thought Godiva was like um a, like a godly name almost. It sounds almost like a deity, don't well, you think? Well, because it has the word god in it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. And really, wasn't wasn't she a true god to the people of Coventry? For sure. Fighting those taxes, man. Mm. She's already a superhero. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All we got to do now is give a some sort of feline-based abilities or powers or whatever. And then we're like halfway there, right? She's sleepy as well. Mm. Well, maybe then the cat part, maybe that's the curse. You know, maybe... Hmm. I was thinking wanna... this. Are you going down like a were-cat route? I don't know if I want to go down a were-cat route. More like maybe they got the worst parts of being a cat as well as the good parts of being a cat. They've got really kind of... Uh, sharp nails which get caught on their wheel handles a lot <laughs> or like they accidentally puncture their wheels occasionally oh my god that would fucking suck just with like claws I'm going to look up with what the Jaguar Undy has the Jaguar Undy has uh, has short legs an elongated body and a long tail their ears are short and rounded the, the, the spots they are primarily oh okay so they're active during the day they're not like a, a, a nocturnal a- animal. They eat almost any kind of small animal they can catch. Uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. so how about this is this is their their normal civilian trait then is that they're sleepy because they spend most of the day fighting crime and so they're not like a nighttime hero. They're oh, not the Batman they, type. They need okay sleepy nighttime hero. Maybe they are a millennial. Maybe they're trying to earn their way in the in the world and they have to fight crime at the same time. But because, you know, they're, they're pulling the whole double shift thing, working and crime fighting, mm-hmm. they're very sleepy and they sleep 24 plus hours a day. Well, that's what I was going to say. But like, you couldn't have them be really sleepy during the day, could you, if they're not fighting crime during the night? Okay. What if... It's just you said that the cat's not nocturnal, so... That's... that's hmm... What if this is part of the curse where they turn into their superhero version during when they're sleeping? So it's a case of like a, a cursed thing. When they sleep, the Jaguarundia wakes and they okay. fight the crime. That's that's more interesting. So it's actually a god that's like a deity that's mm, there you possessing go. them during the night. Here on Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, we like to preach the idea of a, a fact not getting in the way of a good story. And whilst Jaguar Undies are uh, bi-oral, uh, or bi-octal, whatever. What? They're bi-what? <laughs> bi-oral means they sleep during the uh, sleep during the night. Okay. But we're not going to let that get in the way of our story. So the Jaguar Undie awakes at night and they uh, bestow our character i don't know is a godiva jorundi jag a jaguar and so difficult this jaguar undi jaguar undi there you go is godiva jaguar a god 
or is Godiva the name of the civilian they also inhabit? I think, yeah, that. So Godiva is the person as well. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And I'd say and you're right. Them being a, mil- a, blech, a millennial, God, just having a go at you for your pronunciation. <laughs> they are like working multiple jobs as well, and mm. they're you know sleepy during the day. It would just be typical for someone of our age to be like that. And of course, they like see all the memes on the internet about people napping and wanting to nap and trying to find a nap, and they're like, "Huh? Uh, yeah, that's that's cool." I can't. I'm gonna tip my eyes open, for yeah, for fear of the jaguarundi coming out at an inopportune time. But she, wait, so does she know that it happens? I think she must be aware of it. Ah, okay. Or oh, maybe that's beca- why she's so tired because it's mentally taxing. So even though she's asleep and her body's getting enough rest, hmm. like her her brain isn't. Well, maybe she's not even conscious of it happening. She goes to sleep. She, maybe um, she. Watches it in her mind's eye, but not being in control, you know. So what I'm saying is you are actually right <laughs> in a roundabout's way. Thanks, Dean. I explained nothing. Um, okay. So we've, we've established who she is as a civilian, but we need to establish who she is as a hero. Jaguar and the Godiva. Um, yes, that is her name. <laughs> I, I gotta say it. That, that's how, that's how I... <laughs> Put fuel in the tank, <laughs> saying the name and seeing what connections are made in my brain. Jaguar and a good dive. Josh, you've been quiet for a little while. You got anything? I'm thinking mainly. Okay, uh, we can we can come back to you. Let mm. let the the souffle rise a little yes, bit further. Yes. I'm waiting for that gasp. Um, <laughs> so would there be a physical transformation as well as a mental one? Mm. Actually, this is what I'm thinking. I'm not sure if what the territory that could uh, could be a bit. Not problematic. They have a quite a unique look. I don't want them to change their body because the thing is, they they use a wheelchair, mm. Mm. and so if if this god possesses them and is just like, yeah, I'm gonna fix you. That's that's shit. Yeah. That, that, oh no, that, that was what I was. You don't want that. Trying to avoid. Yeah. Yes. No. No. Absolutely not. No. And that is something we will avoid. That's that's canon. Like. Like. Just. Just to. Very briefly mention my inspiration again. Mm. There's a scene in in real where these rich punks are just like insulting the amputee. Yeah. And his new friend is just like, "What? You're just jealous? He's got skill. He's got wheels for legs. He's <laughs> badass and faster than you." And so he wasn't saying like the wheelchair was um, a handicap. The wheelchair is a part of him. It's is part of who he is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wasn't gonna say. Oh, they can walk again after transforming. I was going to okay, say good. there's like, you know, fur growing and maybe they gain like a little bit more muscle mass or something, but they're, they're still in the chair. Yeah. Um, But then like you can have some like cool face stuff going on. Give them those little jaguar rundy ears. You want the round ears. <laughs> the round stubby ears, long tail. Maybe like a tail could like play into like the heroism it somehow could, well the tails are mainly for balance so it could add to their sort of agility mm, exactly. and balance abilities there's a lot of potential we said that godiva is a was a license to use heavy machinery yeah so maybe they're trying to here we go with some more delicious millennial content go. folks what if they got their degree or some sort of high-ass qualification in engineering but of course, they're trying to break into the field, but there's no, no one's hiring. 
and is very competitive and no one cares a single damn about all of her CV because fucking, hey, that's what the world's like now. And so she's trying to get into her chosen field and she's like building stuff and showing it off. But even then, no one's picking up on it. And so she has to work like six fucking retail jobs and be miserable. No, 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 no. She should work like in warehouses or something on forklifts and things. Mm. There you go. Trying to get that degree job. We've all been there, right, guys? Mm. I think we're, we're, we're not in the right section at the moment. Oh, go on. Th- th- this is very much... This isn't very superhero-y at the moment. No. That's what um, I'm saying. We're try- I keep trying to refocus us, but we're coming back to her day jobs. We need to go yeah. for her night job, which is saving about the world. Something about Egyptian cats. Egyptian cats, eh? Mm-hmm. The Egyptians love their cats. They so sure could do. it be some sort of the Egyptian cat god has bestowed the powers on them? Is this not taken from Catwoman? Uh-oh. As w- what? The Halle Berry thing? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Is, is that it? Is that what happens? Yeah. In yeah she, an Egyptian cat god is like, oh shit, you're dead. Let me resurrect you with cat powers. Jesus. <laughs> Have you not seen it? Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Dude, I'm, just gonna, I'm not even going to try and like beat around this. I haven't seen Catwoman. I have no desire oh, to watch Catwoman. Um, <laughs> I, I think I might have seen... Does she play basketball at some point? I don't remember, to be honest. Jeez, Josh. We're trying to make a Catwoman. I mainly, remember Catwoman. The, I mainly remember the opening where she dies and she gets resurrected and suddenly there's a bunch of cats everywhere and well, she really weird cat shit. That is the one thing that we have mentioned so far in this episode. So that's probably the, one of the good things to know about. Hmm. Mm. Um, okay, we can we can pass off the. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to walk on the same hallowed ground that uh, <laughs> Halle Berry's Catwoman is. Uh, I just don't want to get accused of copyright for this. I don't think anyone cares about doing. Catwoman enough to uh, worry about <laughs> copyright. Very true. Um, you do bring up a good point, Josh. We need to think of origin. We already mm. have, haven't we? Like, oh, you mean oh, where she gets the power? Could from. human experimentation. Mm. oh yeah she does work multiple jobs she does need the money mm. maybe like I like this sort of deity idea like a Jaguarundi is South American as well so you could do like a, a mine or Aztec thing excuse my ignorance I don't know too much about those subjects but what if it was more of a almost like a Shazam thing right in that meow um, <laughs> light, light, lightning bolt <laughs> Well, for a start, she can't do that because she gets she becomes the hero when, sleeps, when she goes yeah. to sleep. So she can't mm. like yell meow and then just <laughs> fall asleep. What Shit. if it's like a dumb thing? Go on. Oh, I'm sorry. What was was shouting out meow and getting struck by? I mean, lightning that's bolts. pretty dumb. <laughs> dumb. Yeah. A dumb character thing. Go on. Not us being dumb. <laughs> what if um, she is looking for a new source of like sort of energy and by she sort of- do you mean the god or? Uh, Godiva, the the lady, the, the okay. millennial. While she's like, I'm working on these jobs, I need more energy. And then she somehow stumbles upon some homeopathic medicine bullshit. But, you know, it's her last resort. She's tried all the energy drinks and she's tried all the, the supplements and the caffeine. She's like, none of this is doing it. And so she goes to some back alley medicine shop and they're like, oh, we've got this it has essence of Jaguar Undy. Would you like some of this, <laughs> little girl? 
And she's like, I'm actually 27, but I'll take it. And then she drinks it. And by God, a jaguar rundy deity takes over her body at night. And she's all like, this is the opposite of what I want. How's that? <laughs> is is no? that is that kind of like the Spider-Man origin of getting bitten by a radioactive... Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a radioactive cat. Drinking the essence of a radioactive god cat. How about that? What if it was more like a, a cat returns type situation? Go on. She's doing the bidding of a cat? No. Um, so we need to establish that this character is heroic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So even though they're fucking knackered and they've been working mm-hmm. all these jobs to try and take care of themselves. In fact, we need to add some reason that... No, actually, no, we don't. That'll overcomplicate. But <laughs> even though they're so tired... Sorry. <laughs> My brain's going a mile a minute. Um, even though they're tired all the time, they can't help but notice people in need. And so they're really helpful, you know? Yeah. And so they also see like... Um, maybe like a cat in a box or something and it, it needs taking oh, care of. Oh. You know? Yes, and I then, like this. Yeah. And so even though she's running low on money, like she feeds this cat. And then one day the cat scratches her and she's just like, well, that was fucking rude after all I've done for you. But obviously the cat has done her a favor because she goes to sleep and then wakes up as a hero. Okay. Okay. I like this. I like this a lot. This millennial ass woman who, despite everything that's happened to her, she's still helping out people even when she's... She's got, like, zero energy. Like, that's your main beef with, like, a lot of adaptations of Spider-Man, isn't it? That he's not helping the little guy. Yeah. They've fixed it a lot more in um, some recent ones. So we need to do that with our hero. Have her actually be a hero without the powers. If if your character needs the powers to be a hero, they aren't a hero. (laughs) Something, something. If you need the suit, you don't Yeah, well, exactly. I like it. Can I tweak it a little? Good. Can I tweak it for some visual flair? Yes, yes. Um, what if they save this cat? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think of a situation. Maybe it's um, being beaten up by other cats or something, and she just sort of scares them off. But what if that cat uh, possesses the spirit? I, I still like this spirit slash deity idea. What if she... I uh, didn't know. Ca- oh, sorry. I didn't um, clarify when the cat scratches her. That's like the possession of the deity. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I the... the yeah. That's all right. Um, I wasn't like getting rid of the deity. That's too good. <laughs> just the cat's like, Sink! like what the <laughs> fuck? Cat cats are spiteful. That could have easily just been any. Yeah. Just cat. <laughs> but what if the cat, after it's being saved, sort of this spirit like sort of shoots out of it and is like very tall and ghost-like and mm-hmm. all anime-ass lines coming out of it, and they're like, "You, you have been judged to be pure, pure like the jaguar undy," and then they become. Jaguarundis at night. You know, because Jaguarundis are very well known in popular culture for being pure. Listen, I know we're also bioral, but we just <laughs> into the body. And that's how she becomes Jaguarundi Godiva. Okay, we've, we've established that. I think, bearing in mind how much time we got left this episode, let's get into her crime fighting. Mm. Yes, let's. Um... So earlier, like way, way earlier in the episode, we established that lasers need to be involved somehow. Somehow. So I think the the Jaguarundi gives her heightened senses. So her ears change a little. To you be know, round and stubby. Yes, yeah. Round and stubby, <laughs> but also really good at hearing. Of course. Um, is a Jaguarundi like, I would assume it's like a predator. Uh, yes, <clears throat> I believe it is. Okay. Um, so, you know, she gains 
predatory instincts but she i guess like she wouldn't physically like be beating them up and so she could use like her engineering abilities and stuff because hmm. like she's mentally present as this as this hero even though she's asleep yeah do you know what i mean yeah of course so she's like sharing the body with the spirit of the jaguarundi hmm so she's maybe um building things to during the help- day yeah, during the day to help the Jaguarundi at night mm. fight crime. Mm. I like I like that idea of the support mm. yeah, during the day. Mm. She's su- supporting herself. That's fucking. That's great. Yeah, it's kind of like a we always, we always keep on going back to this kind of hero um, trope with like um, Colossus and whenever we kind of we always mention like Firestorm esque heroes, but yeah. it's quite cool to have the two personalities in this instance kind of complement each other and kind of work together yeah they're kind yeah, of separate no, right. as well you know they're not sort of in constant communication <coughs> communication with the, each other they're their own things at their own time yeah I've, well i feel like the problem with the firestorm trope is that it's almost always like we we exploited it in colossal lapetus where it was they were arguing over possession of body mm. whereas this one it's more we're cohabiting gladly and we're supporting yeah. each other we're Cohabiting gladly, and I know when it's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's like when you let a cat sit in your lap, and you just have to deal with the fact <laughs> that the cat is now part of you, and oh, you no, can't, I can't move. move for the rest yeah. of the day. <laughs> this, this is my life now. Yeah, but at the same time, you're like, it's not a bad life. Yeah, you know that feeling when when a ghost cat inhabits your body, you just can't <laughs> move for the rest of the day. This is your life yeah. now. Can you somehow illustrate it uh, in your? fantastic artistic ways where the ghost cat is actually sitting on the lap of uh godiva i could try but um (laughs) can we do an example then of how they fight crime do we want to go for our classic um, routine i was going to suggest something oh we haven't really done sort of a a not so much a role hero but like sort of um (laughs) excuse me (laughs) yes we have uh you mean like last week yeah with our actual farmer um, that wasn't last week. That was no, two it was weeks week ago. Four, sorry. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, sort of like um, maybe they live in like a, a village where there's like a lot of woodland surrounding them. Uh, the the only example I can really think of is fucking Life is Strange, sort of like that um, Pacific Northwest style village. You know, oh okay. Sort of so, twilight. Yeah, I get, I get you. Like a town. Hmm. When sorry, when you said village, it made me think of like rural England, and that yeah. is highly inaccessible. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy not good. But something a little bit more open, a little bit flatter. Where so the like little... maybe a seaside town? Yeah, I think that'd be quite cool. I mean, cats love fish. I, I guess. Yeah, cats yeah. love fish. I mean, I can't argue. <laughs> but that would also open it up to some sort of interesting um, scenery and some interesting villains as well. You mm. can have a lot, of no- uh, a lot of nature-based villains. Yeah. You could do a whole... Because uh, Godiva's sort of making machinery for Jaguarundi. So maybe you can have like animals being worked and experimented upon to become part machines themselves. I don't know. I'm just. I'm Wait, just... would villains be doing this or? <laughs> I'm just grabbing the deck of cards on the. Okay, I just don't want, Godi- I don't want Godiva to be experimenting on animals. That's. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, here's an idea. Um, if it's a seaside or a port town, then the warehouse that she works in during the day with like forklifts and stuff could be like a dock. Yeah. Um, like a dock warehouse. And so there'd be opportunity for a lot of, um, like, um, 
oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Smuggling rings and mm. things Ooh. like that. Shady deals are always done in like warehouses because it's always yeah. cheap to film. <laughs> <laughs> and shoot, that's a lot of exploitation for uh, little folks as well. If uh, someone's having their haul of fish stolen yeah. and they're selling it on mm. or some. Is that a criminal thing? Is that does that happen? Um, what p- people stealing fish and then selling them on? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ahaha, I'm going to make a bundle on this pile of yeah. wet fish. Uh, I'm going to be rich to the tuna of this tuna. <laughs> okay, so hit me with a scenario. Um, someone scenario. is stealing fish from a warehouse. Oh, okay, yeah, someone's stealing fish. Cool. Um, something else? Um, someone's <laughs> someone's <laughs> smuggling jewellery or smuggling diamonds via fish. Okay, Inside of fish. Nice. Inside of fish. What do you think of that, Jade Sarson? Yeah, I like that. That's better. They are feeding individual mackerel, diamonds. So pudding. here's an idea. Um, this isn't during the fight. This would be after the fight. Uh, Godiva just starts biting into these fish raw and is like, yeah, tasty fish, and then <laughs> snaps out of it. And it's just like, what am I fucking doing? <laughs> I, just, oh, I just saw these tasty fish. Yeah, but we got we got shit to deal with. We've got criminals to tie off and stuff. Yeah, but the fish. Oh, it's... Is in this instance are Godiva and Jaguarundi communicating to one another? Yeah, I'd think so. See, I, I feel like thought... Godiva would be like a voice, perhaps in the back of their head. That's why it's so mentally taxing for them, because even though they're asleep, they're also technically awake. Oh, okay, 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 that's good. Um, D- does that make sense? Like, I want to make sure that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I, I can't um, wait for when it happens the other way around, and it's just uh, the Jaguarundi just purring, just try, try no. and do, trying to do their work. Just no, it'd be like, okay, can we go outside though? Yeah, in a second, in a second, Jack. Yeah, but can we go outside? And then she goes over to the break door and she's like, I don't want to go outside anymore. <laughs> can I go back in? Oh, shit, my reflection. Whoa. <laughs> It'll be like either like a cute cat scenario played out, like you guys just said, or just the sound of a fucking wild beast screeching 24 hours a day. Yeah. Both are fine, actually. I mean, imagine... Imagine trying mm. to sort of... That, that's got me wondering. Mm. Like, because I can't imagine... I, I don't think that they're going to be much of a direct hero when it comes to crime fighting. Yeah, I'd think they'd be more, like, uh, vigilante, underground, like, I'll solve this problem, but then I won't, like, take credit for it and stuff. Mm. And would they be doing that with lasers? Yes. You could still use lasers mm. and then disappear into the night. Can they yeah. have, like, laser paws or something, like lasers on the paws <laughs> that they're also fighting crime with? Well, I felt like the lasers would perhaps be embedded in the wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, even better. Even better. I, I still want them to, like, get all rough and tumble, though. Fucking oh, get yeah, in yeah. there, Godiva. Get in yeah. there. Get a few good shots in. Um, Listen, we've got a few more minutes. Let's quick fire some villains. Well, the fish uh, stealing... The fishmonger. The fishmonger. <laughs> we are going to uh, creative hell. Um, what about a... I, I can't pitch an animal three episodes in a row. No. Uh, <laughs> what if... A fish like, the... flops onto the fucking dock and just <laughs> jumps at her. Oh my just... god, it's a crab. <laughs> just a fish just jumping out the water and doing like the Looney Tunes like slap in the face before <laughs> diving back down. <laughs> Um, what if there's like a vet veterinarian who's uh, doing some pretty shitty work on some animals? Well, I think um, you know a vet who's doing cyborg animals is probably pretty villainous. Yeah, that's a good one. Like some and sort of like we three kind of style thing. 
Yeah. Mm. I feel like perhaps they could connect as civilians because they have a love of engineering. Mm. Like oh, experimenting. But then obviously she finds out what they're doing. I like that. That That's fun. <sighs> I, I, I love villains. They're like thinking of villains is a pretty good cooldown after some hard um, crafting, don't you think? Well, I feel like villains in superhero stories should tell you something about the hero, right? Mm. Of course, of course. So, if anything, maybe it could be some sort of thing about what the hero could do with their powers but choose not to do. Hmm. You know, like the whole kind of like flash reverse flash kind of deal. Yeah. What if um, this this cat spirit, the jaguar indie spirit that inhabits the uh, that inhabits Godiva? What if they meet the original cat that the um, spirit uh, initially possessed? But this cat has turned evil somehow, and maybe another spirit has possessed them, or um, they are they're being a real are, dickhead. Are you, are you of a thinking cat? of kind of like a Shazam kind of situation with like Black Adam being like an old champion? Maybe I, I don't want to tread on um, Shazam. It seems too easy to just go opposite. Mm. Or, like that's a very quick go-to for a villain. You know, like Flash reverse Flash is yeah. literally yeah. <laughs> We've done it many times, but we you're right. We should push the birds out. Yeah. But what if this cat was... Okay, instead, uh, idea number two. What if this cat was precious to the Jaguarundi spirit as someone who saved them when they were perhaps looking for a buddy and weak? And well, so... I feel like they wouldn't just ditch the cat after they get the powers. But what if the cat was stolen? Okay. And because this cat has shown... Um, the ability to take on spirits. Maybe there's another force out there trying to force another evil spirit into it to create like a, an animal spirit weapon. I have a completely different idea, but let's see how, <laughs> how you go for it. <laughs> well, let's say your idea and we'll get Josh to pick who's his best renders. Okay. Um, there's a real life story uh, that's, well, not story, a, li- a literal criminal that I don't think has been caught yet that uh, is called like the cat killer. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, he's based somewhere in well they sorry are based somewhere in England um, and they've just been kidnapping cats and you know torturing them and leaving them on roadsides it's fucking awful what a dickhead yeah what if there was someone that kidnapped their cat as you said in your idea um, and perhaps they're killing animals because they want to become the ultimate predator okay mm. and like they, they feel like humans are already the ultimate predator anyway but they want to become the best of the best predator. So they're practicing killing and harming animals and stuff. And then, like, a, a human is going to be their ultimate goal, like, for the ultimate predator to kill the top of the chain, right? Can I uh, can I pitch you a different take on that, though? Okay. What if uh, Godiva has a best friend character and she tells the best friend character, I've been inherited by a Jaguarundi spirit after mm-hmm. saving a cat. <laughs> And this guy's like, I believe you 100% because I'm a good friend. And whoa, whoa. But then the best friend starts saving all of these cats and other animals, but is getting nothing. And he's starting to get really pissed off. And he's becoming, he, uh, they are becoming very jealous of um, Jaguar and Godiva. It can be a he, I don't mind. Well, which, whichever works artistically. Yeah, yeah. Um, eventually, they become annoyed and like I said, very jealous, and they just start taking their anger out on animals, thinking maybe if I fucking kill them, I'll get these spirit powers, and they just run amok. Okay, here's here's where those two ideas differ then, mm-hmm. because they they are two very conflicting. Like you mentioned, 
the villain should be perhaps using power in a way that the hero isn't. Yeah. You remember? So yeah. my one is trying to become an ultimate predator. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're exploiting power, whereas your one is trying to get recognition. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So like they're jealous and they want to be acknowledged for doing a good thing, so they start doing bad things. Well, it's more like they're trying to find the animal, like the fucking animal kinder egg that has the, the prize in it. Right. Oh, I thought you said they were saving animals like just out of the goodness of their heart or something. It, it, oh, so you're trying be... to get a power out of the yeah. animals. Oh, I like that better. Mm. Yeah, it would begin with them saving animals because that's what Godiva did. But that's they, really good then, yeah. They'd just like fuck it off and Yeah, I like that a lot, yeah. That, that opens up as well. Like, could there actually be other animal spirits that are yeah. inhabiting other people? And that basically just gives us an entire pantheon of just villains of potential. Yeah, that's a great idea, for sure. Pantheon or panther uh, Bringing us full circle. Full circle. Back, back to Black Panther. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to us create a, a, a Jaguarundi superhero. And if you haven't heard of that animal, we haven't either. So <laughs> it just goes to show that using your mind, you can create what anything you want based on Anything that exists in the world. The internet's great for that kind of stuff. You can also Google a few other things that Josh is going to talk to you about in the credits that'll help us out become a pretty damn good podcast and a pretty popular podcast. Maybe <laughs> maybe if you deem us so. Maybe in this case, you are our Jaguar Indie spirit and you can inhabit us to make us successful. Right, guys? <laughs> I, think I was that thinking works, you were yeah. acting more like the bloke that was just saving animals for the sake of yeah. getting a, 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 a power... <laughs> I am not. Listen a to villain. our podcast to make us popular. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen I'm... to our podcast because you enjoy it. Because we are funny, right? We're we're really funny, oh, right? Incredibly. Leave yeah. us a review, yeah. right? Why don't you leave us a review, right? <laughs> uh, do I gotta start bribing a person? No. Well, gotta be heroic. That's what this is about. No, it's about the reviews. I've no. decided that now. I've decided that now. Oh dear, he's gone. He's turned villain. <laughs> Turns out I've been. Wait, I've been bitten, and you've also been bitten by Radioactive Podcast. I am Dean, the daytime cat McKnight. I'm Jade, sleepy kitty, but really puppy because I'm a dog person, Sarson. And I'm Josh, possessed by the spirit of a dog who runs on rails, Randall. <laughs> Every time. Every what spirit time. is inhabiting Sidetrack? Like a wolf spirit. <laughs> Boring. Good night, everybody. Have a good cat now. <laughs> you have been listening to Bidden by a Radioactive Podcast. Episode 32 is, as ever, hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and me, Josh Randall. Uh, this episode has all been edited by both Dean and me. As we said, there's a few things you can probably do for us. If you leave us an iTunes review, we will use your name and stick it through the hero generator so you'll be featured in one of our episodes, which is pretty sweet. Uh, BBR underscore podcast is where you can find us on Twitter, where we post our recommendations and illustrations. Whew. I think that's everything. Um, so all that's left to say is we'll see you next week for another episode. <laughs>